Hero or villain? Welcome to This Is Not Investment Advice. As always, I enjoy you uh, tuning in. Um, I'm not a registered investment advisor. Uh, this podcast is for uh, entertainment and educational purposes only. Um, this is the second episode I've actually done in my uh, backyard. There's some crickets in the background, but I think it's pretty calming. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, also, I've set up an email. I would love to get your comments, maybe an article you want to uh, have me review. I'll put it in the description as well, but the email is this is not investment advice at gmail.com. Once again, this is not investment advice at gmail.com. And I will uh, put that uh, email in the description of the podcast episode um, and would love to hear from you. So, uh, hero or villain, um, I'm going to go to the tweet. I'm sure you're all talking about it. It's Wednesday, uh, May 12th. Elon Musk uh, does it again. So let's go to his tweet and see what he says. And it was not, uh, well, wasn't fun. T titled Tesla and Bitcoin. Tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. We are concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil, rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, especially coal, which has the worst emissions of any fuel. So stop. What's going on here? Uh, Elon Musk. CEO of Tesla is now saying uh, we are Tesla is no longer accepting Bitcoin um, to purchase a Tesla, um, and the reason behind it is um, there's a lot of fossil fuels he claims that are being used for Bitcoin mining and transactions that are destructive to the environment, which are against his goals. Second paragraph: Cryptocurrency is a good idea on many levels, and we believe it has a promising future but this cannot come at great cost to the environment. So to break that down, he likes crypto, but he's not willing to support it at an environmental cost. Third paragraph, Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin, and we intend to use it for transactions as soon as mining transitions to more sustainable energy. We're also looking at other cryptocurrencies that use 1% of Bitcoin's energy slash transaction. Um, so most importantly, or not maybe most importantly, they're not going to sell their Bitcoin. Uh, once they believe that mining has more sustainable energies, they'll use it. And he's also looking at other cryptos that don't desire as much energy. Um, so my initial reaction, like I think most of us in the Bitcoin space, was I was furious. It felt like you were stabbed in the back. Um, but then I read some other tweets. And some people said, hey, guys uh, and gals, let's let's really analyze this. So there's a few things that I want to break down here. Number one, there's something called fear, energy, uh, fear. I'm sorry, uncertainty and doubt. FUD. It's uh, something you'll see in the Bitcoin space, where there's these ideas that derail the path of Bitcoin and crypto, Bitcoin specifically. And it's amazing because it seems like the only true fear, uncertainty, and doubt that's really sticking here is the energy problem. You know, we went through if or Bitcoin went through of hey, it's only used by for illegal stuff. I don't think most people believe that anymore. Uh, it went through uh, Bitcoin went Bitcoin. Um, you know, is only used. It, it's uh, only speculative and has no intrinsic value. I think we're past that. It's owned by publicly traded companies and billionaires. Okay, Bitcoin uses a lot of energy. 
and it can be polluting. Those are two separate things to me. Um, you know, Bitcoin does use a lot of energy, you know, and that to me is actually not a bad thing. But does it pollute? And, you know, I think it was maybe the head of uh, the company that owns Ripple uh, or XRP, but um, I, I think he was talking about, you know, facing a problem head on. And the truth of the matter is, although you see all these articles, how, you know, you see these articles that Bitcoin is, it's, it's, it's all about this lost power, you know, they're using gas flares. We don't know what's going on in China. There's probably a lot of Chinese mining companies that are using fossil fuels to be Bitcoin miners. They don't care about Bitcoin. They just care about making money. And so if the cheapest energy source is coal, they're going to use it. And so maybe the one way to look at that I'm trying to look at this and make peace with it is that in order for Bitcoin to really succeed, there can be challenges from outside, from regulators, from detractors, from other cryptos, from the government, from business. But, you know, as much as I think it was a bit rough what Elon Musk said, and I don't agree with a lot of what he says, maybe he's doing Bitcoin a service. Maybe he's saying, hey, Bitcoin, look, hey, Bitcoiners, if you really want this to succeed, you, you, can't, you, you can't have this weakness, right? The reality is that Bitcoin uses a tremendous amount of energy, but if you can figure out a way to use more sustainable energy, then that number one thing that people are attacking you over, it will go away. You know, if you think like an engineer, right, an engineer thinks, well, where are all these things that can go wrong? If you're building a rocket, right, it doesn't matter if it has stabilizers and power. If one thing goes wrong, the whole thing goes wrong. And there is something to talk about of someone from within the ranks of Bitcoin saying, look, you've got to hit this challenge head on and acknowledge that there is some some polluting energy. Um, it still sucks. Uh, it's still painful because price action wise, you know, many of you that are listening, I don't know if you're listening because you believe in Bitcoin, you want to make money or if it's both. And it's okay. I don't judge anyone. I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I think it's both for me. But I'd also on the say that Elon Musk is a guy that it's, I mean, he's a weirdo half the time, so it's not as unexpected. Um, and it's pretty interesting that one person can move the market so much. You know, I'm on my, uh, and I think this is, you know, this is one of those days where a lot of people, they're going to question whether they want to be in this thing, right? You know, it's all fun and games, right? Like, I talked to a friend who he said, hey, like, I'm buying Ethereum. And he bought it and it was like 1600 bucks. So he's up, what, 250%? He was up a little even more today. So it's all fun and games that everyone's making money. But there's many people that bought Bitcoin that are down. I mean, if I go to the Bitcoin chart, right, and I look at it, and I look at, say, the last say, three months. Well, there's been, a, and I just draw a line over, say, 50K. I'd say in the last three months, there's probably been 50%, more than 50% of the time, it's been above 50K. 
So all those people have lost money. In the last month, all the purchasers of Bitcoin, if I draw a line over 50K, there's only like from three or four days in the, towards the April 22nd to April 25th that it was under 50K. So most of those people, if they're, they're, if they're not selling, they're down. Um, and so I guess if you're early into Bitcoin, you, you might not care, but this is one of those, and I'm not saying like, this is what you should do, but today, I mean, I look at my account and it's, it's a big set, it's a big setback. Um, but isn't it interesting that now the biggest argument against Bitcoin is, is not whether crypto will succeed. It's that is Bitcoin going to be the crypto? Now, that's an interesting thing, right? Maybe we're in this new chapter where now everyone's saying, well, one of these cryptos, if not more, are going to succeed. We're not putting the lid back on crypto. And that that's, that's, uh, that's an interesting thing, right? That is, you know, when I started looking at Bitcoin... For like the first real time, I bought you know Grayscale in 2017. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and I still own Grayscale, which hasn't been too fun to me. But um, it's uh, what's interesting is if you know what's interesting is with with Bitcoin, it was the, the argument was well it can go to zero. Like that was the biggest argument. People, it, it's speculative. It will go to zero. That was the fud, right? Like. Only put money in to Bitcoin that you're willing to lose. You know, Elizabeth Warren's on TV and she's referencing uh, Janet Yellen. Oh, well, what do you think, Elizabeth Warren? Oh, I think, you know, she's a, Janet Yellen's a very smart woman, she says, and it's highly speculative and it's going to end badly. Do you really believe it's going to end end badly? I, 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 and by that I mean I go go to zero. I, I don't. I, I kind of feel like I don't really feel like that's happening. Um, but I also want to talk about one theory that's been floating on. You know, I use Twitter a lot, and Twitter can suck you guys in. Be careful. Um, it sucked me in. Is that here's the article, the quote, exclusive Tesla seeks entry into U.S. renewable fuels credit market. So basically, the people are saying. Well, the government told Tesla to shut up and stop doing this nonsense about Bitcoin or they wouldn't give them these credits environmentally. I don't know if that's true. I mean, that's is that a reach? I don't know how big of a reach it is. And I guess what we're going to all have to decide, you know, the world is the world is full of choices. You know, like if you look at life you know, you're listening to this podcast. Every choice in your life led you to this. Now, there's things that you didn't do that led you here, right? There's certain things that you had no control over. You had no control over who your parents were, where you were born, how much money was in your family, what access to schools you got. And so you could say, well, look, there's so many things that aren't in my control um, that I don't have choice. But if you look at it, you know, like, 
your your choices lead you here. And so to me, that, that's just me being real with everyone here is that staying in Bitcoin and and also some Ethereum, but staying in Bitcoin mainly, it's it's a choice. I mean, I'm closing on 40. Like, this is my choice. I don't think it's going to matter how many choices I make at 60. I mean, I don't even know if I make it to 60. Now, a lot of people say, oh, why would you say that? Oh, this is true, right? I know a lot of people that die this year. I don't, you know, there's no, and how, I don't know if I'm going to have kids or a family at 60. So, I don't know. So, the real question is, you know, am I going to stay in this choice? And today is one of those days where, I think I've decided to keep staying. And I guess that that's that's the the question, right? Which is, I just don't know. You know, I just don't know. Uh, you know what it's going to happen. And you know, I talked to some friends, and they want they want you know it's they want they want that risk free trade, right? They want to say, well, I don't want to take risk, and I get that. Like, I'm not trying to tell people to take my lifestyle. Or vice versa. But it's going to be interesting, right? Like, it's, uh, it's, It's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing turns out. You know, like, if my bet works, I do well. If not, life ain't too good. So, um, I guess we'll find out pretty soon. Um, but, you know, one thing I would encourage people to do is just read and research and be the best person you can be, you know. I was reading an article, this is completely separate, but it's, I think we're a jealous species, and I have that in me too, like, if you think you can help your friends, help them. At the end of the day, no one's going to care if you make 10 or 15 times on a trade, okay? They're going to care if you help them. Don't be prideful. And, you know, I'm so lucky to have the friends that I have. And I think maybe that's like, you know, that's, that's, it's something to be so grateful for. So if I could, if I could pass any good news for today, um, it would be tell your friends you love them and, um, and, uh, uh, and enjoy your life. Thanks again. Talk to you soon.